Yes, people, how are we all doing? I hope we're all doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brendan Pearson. So today we have our first ever repeat guest podcast episode. Today we are inviting back on Ross Cahoon. So Ross, since the last time we talked, well, a lot has happened, obviously outside of, of the conversation between us two with lockdown and everything. But since the last time we talked, he has opened up his own gym, his own training facility called training club which is based in Washington so I was keen to get him on talk about everything that went on behind the scenes to get it set up where the idea came from and obviously the old nitty-gritty details about opening up your own gym especially only the age of 24 so it's very interesting to hear about that we also talk a bit about his mentorship with Marchon, more specifically Ollie Marchon. obviously Marchon's one of the biggest in the UK's leading gyms in my opinion keen to hear a little bit about what that entails and some of the things that he's learned from from Ollie himself we also talk a bit about, especially in young people, the procrastination of wanting to do something but not actually following through with it. And just a little message from the whole podcast is just is just starting something, just get started. Even if it's rubbish to start with, just get started and things will things will grow if you have a passion for something. And we finally briefly touch up on a bit about mental health in terms of lockdown 2.0 and the impact it's had on his gym, himself with his clients and also the mental health of the public. So we'll jump straight into this next episode. I think we might also have a little bit of music to this one. I'm not too sure. I'll see if I get it done. Hopefully I do. So anyway, we'll jump straight in. This is Process. Yes, people, welcome back to Process. Today we are joined by actually the first guest who's actually came on for the second time. So you're the first repeat guest, mate. You should be honoured. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Ross Cahoon, mate. Thank you, mate. No, thank you for having us again, mate. No worries. It's good. I obviously left such a um, yeah. such a impact on you last time you needed us again. <laughs> I know, I need you back around too. But there's a no, like, number of reasons like we just spoke about a good few topics, to be fair, before the podcast. Like a lot yeah. happened since the last, I can't remember the last done it. It was probably a good four or five months ago. Like a lot happened since the last time we did a podcast. Like not just in terms of like mm-hmm. another lockdown and stuff, but you yourself obviously setting yeah, yeah. up the, the training club gym, which was something I know we briefly kind of talked about off the podcast. It was kind of in the pipeline yeah. secretly. Yeah, it hadn't started, had it? Um, yeah, I but remember now. Like one of the reasons I want to get, get you on here, talk about that and then obviously the impact that this lockdown has had on like business owners and especially yourself just setting up a gym. Uh, but we'll go back, obviously talking about the gym itself. When did you first, when did the idea first come in your head and think like, this is something that I might, might want to look into? Yeah. Um, so the gym that I was at beforehand, which was like a, I'd say like a private type, type of gym in Sunderland at the time. And um, the way I ran my, sessions was turning more group based and stuff like I was having fours and fives but the gym was an open gym so members were coming in and stuff and it got a little bit tricky like when you're trying to plan a session and then obviously equipment's getting jumped on in between and stuff like that and then I had a discussion with the with the guy who owns that gym and he kind of you know that sort of saying where they took you in the deep end type of thing like uh it was like you but basically you won't mind saying it I wasn't going to be able to do the groups that I was doing going forward so it was a case of you either regress your session quantity and, and, and go by what he says type of thing or or be pushed and go and do what you probably were going to do in a year's time but 
earlier, do you know what I mean? So I can thank them for that, really, because without that kind of little push, I probably would have put it off for another year. Like, it was always something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then my girlfriend obviously got her own facility. And when I went and viewed that with her, like, it just put the bug, like, literally straight in us. And I think the week after, I rang the, the industrial guys and I was like, listen, let's go and view some some properties. Like, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it, mate. Was it always something when you first started PT that you think you would end up doing, or did it kind of just brew in nah, what you do? No, nah. I, I remember having conversations with my mum and stuff, and I was like, nah, I don't think I'll ever want to be a gym owner or own my own gym. But I think you just, your ideas just grow, and you, as you get more passionate about things, you just want to do more, don't you? So, mm. And then the next big thing is to do something like that, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. That's kind of how it matured. Yeah, so it's just kind of the more clients and stuff, the more that you, more experience you got, it was kind of something. Was there a certain point in terms of like the amount of clients that you had like in your head? They're like, right, maybe I could, there's actually a point now that I could go and do that, or was it something like you said, just throwing yourself straight in the deep end? Yes and no. Like obviously, you wouldn't go and open the facility with the overheads that comes with it and responsibility of having like two or three clients. You know what I mean? Unless they were paying you fortune. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. I always had a certain number in mind, do you know what I mean? But I was always more about quality over quantity anyway. So I think it just kind of all fell into place, like I say, about the timing of having that conversation with the with my last gym owner. Um, and then what happened with my girlfriend, except when the members that I had at the time, it was a case of, right, well, maybe I can do this, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe now is the time just to make the jump and go for it. Yeah, like we were talking before the podcast about not kind of not like you asked me like what where do i want to go with my yeah. sort of thing and like even yeah. i don't yeah, yeah. i don't know i mean i've only been doing it probably like what's properly like just under a year now so i'm still kind of the early stages but there's probably a lot of people mm. like in different aspects of life like not sure what they want to do especially when we're young like we're both mm. like what 20 are you 23 mm. as well 20, yeah, just 24. yeah exactly 24. so 23 24 like we're still young in the in the grand scheme of things we might many people our age or even older who don't know exactly what they want to go into but it's just yeah, about yeah, sticking at something that you're passionate about and then sticking at it long term and then ideas and things happen. Like like you said, yeah, and then I'm, opportunity. Yeah. On. I'm a big one about like just if you're passionate about something, just dip your toe in all aspects of that and then you'll find like like what I just said to you before, says so why can't you do both yeah. in terms of online open facility, do you know what I mean? Like think just chuck yourself into things, um calculated risks almost a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then just run with it and just go for it. Because if you're passionate about it, mate, you make it work. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, I think, if if your balls are on the line, you'll make it work no matter what. Yeah. Whether it's financially or risks. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? In terms of stuff like that. Yeah. And I think as well, another thing for people who are like this and who are like our age and stuff, mate, if you're living at home and stuff, in you've got the beauty of like just having to pay your mum and pay the board. Make the most of it. Take your risks and then... And, and see what happens. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. I always say like, there's there's a lot more risk the older you get because then mortgages and kids mm. and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff start playing as overheads. And you, there's, like, I understand why people stay in, in like, 95 jobs later down the line when they've, they've kind of had the kids and stuff because there's no, like, you, you, you kind of need that money coming in. You can't you can't afford to take that risk. If you take that risk and it doesn't yeah. work, like, it's not just you you've got to worry about, it's your family and stuff. Uh, yeah, so yeah, when you're young, just take them risks, save save the money and then invest it in something like you, like you sell that like you've done. Make the most of it. Don't be blowing it on stuff. I know I noticed you've still got your little Corsa. Is it you still got your little Corsa? Yeah, yeah, I ain't changing that. Mate, I keep having 
I've battles with myself now and again, and I'll go, oh, should I get another car, I get another car? And I just think, nah, I'm going to push this to work in a couple of years' time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bothered by it at all. Like, it's all ego. Um, that's that all. was something I've always yeah, it's, avoided. It's, it's ego and stuff, like save your money on in, and stuff like that. Like I was, I had a little mm. spell when I had my nice car and stuff, and now I've got rid of it, and I've had, mm. I've had two little vans. I've had a little Corsa van, and then I've got a little Fiesta mm. van now, and it's just like you, you soon, I think when you've had that, nice little concept of the buzz goes after a month anyway and having the nice yeah. clothes and stuff like the buzz does go eventually it's just a short-term thing do you not just think it's do you not just think it was the environment you oh, were around mate. like the football stuff and yeah and then obviously a little bit of the ego thing and, and then you just i've been lucky i've always kind of been switched on to that that it's just you're just doing it for sure type of thing in a way mm-hmm. luckily having my mum around isn't that gives a couple of the now and again if i yeah <laughs> if i go to sleep but yeah <laughs> I, I get what you mean, mate. The people like the people surround yourself have a massive impact on it, and then taking it back to like the fitness industry, like the more that you go into it, the more kind of not higher up. It like, in a sense, it is the higher up you go. The kind of more influences you have, and more people you meet. Like I've seen people going around yard mm-hmm. gym. You've had you've had rugby around there, collard, mm-hmm. um, a few yeah. of the other lads around there from sculpt. Like you've you've got yeah, that yeah. that people, and then the more people you meet like that they're going to push you to go and do greater things and give you ideas Like you can go and look at them. Like even if you're just starting out and you end up, I don't know, getting the opportunity to train with someone like that, have a word with them, speak to someone who's mm-hmm. who's at a higher level and they're going to give mm-hmm. you kind of a bit of inspiration, a bit of ideas of how they do it. Like podcasts like this are the reason why obviously you're starting out your new kind of journey. There's people who are probably in the at the starting point like three, four years ago. Get this like yeah. podcast hopes you give them a bit of inspiration, inspiration, a bit of ideas kind of, how to how to do it? What I could do? Maybe maybe this this sounds like something that I would do. Maybe I'll try that, or maybe I'll try a few different things. Um, yeah. So the more people that you can yeah. surround yourself with, that sort of mentality on the same goal, the better. Yeah. Which brings us on to obviously you're getting currently getting mentored off the um off the goal. Mm. Oh my John. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's smashing yeah. it at the minute. So how did when did that first come around? Like in your in your head, did you? think that you always want to get a mentor um i've always had mentors in, in aspects of work life type of thing um even a couple of my clients have come on to be end up being like mentors in terms of business and just life do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like i invested heavily in like the online world type of thing with um last year with online coaching sorry i invested quite a lot of money into that and then with that, sorry, I had to invest in that to realise that that wasn't what I wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's that cliche saying there's lessons in everything you do type of thing, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I've, I've probably, in hindsight, could say I probably wasted a lot of money in that just to find out where I wanted to go now, but I can't really complain about it because of where, where I'm currently going now. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then I just always think to be the best, you've got to, like what you've just said there, like surround yourself with people who are, above you or you, you see as at the top of the game type of thing so it was a no-brainer to kind of like reach out to him like you've just called him the goat so he's obviously doing something right you know yeah. what i mean i know a lot of people the lads who are trained go oh did you see his bloody blah, blah um like he is look him and their business are looked upon as like the industry they are industry leading aren't they so for me it was a no-brainer to get involved with that and try and because i want to be that's where i want to be essentially eventually mm-hmm. I want to be, he, he always uses the term seat at the table. I want to be like that, mm-hmm. basically, that level in God knows how many years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So to learn from that and made, blew me mind business-wise. Do you know what I mean? So I knew instantly it was a great investment. 
for me. So yeah, I mean, we've had conversations um, about you um, when you went down to what's that gym in Manchester you went down to a few times. Frontline fitness. Frontline fitness. Yeah, some of the FNF. things that we talked FNF. about on the last, well, off camera on the last podcast, like about what they obviously their business ideas and stuff and how well they're doing, sort of thing. It does yeah. make you think, yeah. like, there's obviously something that I'm not, I'm missing here and that they've got. Mm. Like, investing your money, like, that's a, one thing where a lot of people don't want to get mentors and stuff. One's the kind of their own ego, they think, I'll probably have it myself. Mm. Like, I don't want, I think I, I can do it on my own. I've got this far on my own, sort of thing. I can keep going. There's probably that side. Then there's also the financial side because a lot of these mentorships mm. and stuff, they are expensive. But if you think yeah. about it in the big picture, they're obviously worth it because, well, one, they're at a certain level. They're achieving what they've achieved. They've obviously yeah. got something that you don't. They're going to pass that down to you and you, are, you you can probably make your money back like within months easily. Oh, mate, in a tenfold, in a tenfold. That's a massive thing for me. Like if you think short term, you'll never progress because like if you assess your lifestyle and what you spend, you, you like what you waste your fucking money on, It'll, it'll soon catch up to that price that that mentor, whatever it is, is, is asking for. Do you know what I mean? And um, again, things like what you said about the car and that, like prioritize everything. Like what comes first, your car or this business that you want to run with and grow to be huge. Like, so it's a no brainer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it literally is. Yeah, so it- I think a lot of people need to kind of take that approach more. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of people say they want to do stuff, but don't actually take action on things yeah it's like going back to the car thing like if you it's all right having that nice car that nice i don't know for example mercedes a class or something like that Mm. to start with maybe if you invested your money into something else wait a few years you could buy like a a rolls royce down the line like if you invested but then maybe if you invest if you waste money on that car you might never get that opportunity to actually take that Mm. that next level up and think in the big picture um which i think the younger generation as well if it's it is a lot tougher to kind of not get sucked in by it with yeah. everything, especially we talk about the front being in the football kind of environment. It's so everybody mm. gets sucked into it. And like, I tell yeah, lads now, like I see lads who are on like scholarships, like, and I know how much they're getting paid, like apprentice money, and they're buying mm. the Mercedes and stuff like that. I'm like, don't get sucked mm. into it. Like you can barely afford that. Two years time, mm-hmm. you, you're not guaranteed getting contracts and stuff, and you're not guaranteed stuff. And like the same goes to anything in life. Yeah. You're not always guaranteed stuff, Definitely. so. Just think about it. Think about it long term. Is there anything that he's anything that really stands out from what? Obviously, working with Ollie, anything he said to you mm. in, that you can think of that's really stood in your mind. Yeah. Um, well, for one, his attention to detail is insane. Mm-hmm. Like blew my mind with that. And then obviously, again, because he's got experience in the facility game, like. Um, just all the aspects that I hadn't even thought about. Like, it's crazy how much that you don't think about. Because as a PT, you just think, right, clients, training, results, check-ins, all that sort of basic stuff. But when you open a facility, it's just, it's next level. And one of the main things he said to me that's proper stuff with us is, um, is to reverse engineer everything. So think about the end goal or what it is that you're actually trying to achieve. And then literally reverse engineer every single possible outcome every step good and bad that could possibly happen and then you're always prepared and ahead of everything type of thing do you know what i mean so nothing becomes like a surprise almost so you set yourself up to succeed really mm-hmm. it's, it's a no-brainer when you say it but when when you actually start implementing it and stuff and taking action on it you massively see rewards in it i think so that's that's something that's really stuck with us yeah um so yeah and you can put that in all aspects of your life really yeah 
set a goal and then reverse engineer every step. Uh-huh. Simple as that. No, I like that one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Ben, there's there's no kind of shock. Like you said, there's no no surprises because nothing ever goes smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, no one ever expected a lockdown to happen, sort of thing. So, like, if you're yeah. you're prepared for any sort of situation, it's gonna not you're not gonna go mm-hmm. in this panic mode and think like, what the fuck, what the fuck am I gonna do now? Yeah. Um, but always, yeah. it, and that was another thing after lockdown one. Like, again, like having conversations with family and stuff. It was a case. What happens if it goes into lockdown two? What if it goes lockdown two? I was like. Got it, man. I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got a plan. You know what I mean? But like before, I probably would have just shrugged off and that nah, won't bang, won't. It'll be fine, and then it would have been panic mode. But this time, it was a case of all right, then bang, bang, bang. This is what's happening because we reverse engineered it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's really it makes your life very well, a lot easier. Yeah, obviously, it was still stressful, but <laughs> it helps, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can imagine I can imagine it not being very um, exciting when you get told that the work that you've got cannot work. I mean, what was it? Well, in fact, we'll touch on that later on. I wanted to go into detail uh, about people who are, like, wondering what mentorships, are, like, is it worth investing in money? Mm. Obviously, we've already covered that. But what it actually entails, so what kind of stuff, like, how often do you speak to um, mm. Ollie? What, what sort of process does he have in place? Obviously, you don't have to go into specifics um, and leave that leave that for him, but just so people are, yeah. get a clear idea. So, obviously, the program's called the Power by Power by March on basically, um, and it's just a case of obviously having your consultation with them, assessing where your businesses are currently, and then he like meets you where you're at, and then kind of where you want to go, um, and then for me it was like a case of tying up a lot of aspects, and then also grown other aspects as well to take it forward so it's a case of like we, we basically i can call him speak to him whenever i want mm-hmm. basically he's very like i was quite surprised actually pleasantly because obviously i've worked with mentors before it was kind of a you can only te- speak to me this time of day blah blah, blah. um like yeah it's just dead casual just phone ollie what's the crap with this what would you do here um and for me being able to do that because of the way my mind works at the minute, where it's just like a hundred mile an hour, constantly thinking about different things. If I come up with think of something on the spot, I'm, I want the answer then and there. So that suits me, do you know what I mean? Being able to just go bang, pick up the phone and be like, what would you do here, do you know what I mean? So, and then we have like a review and stuff like that of how everything's going. And then obviously just basic goal setting of, of where we want to be in certain time frames and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so he's so, big, big on setting goals. Mm. just target base yeah definitely and and just um catering for all outcomes yeah he's obviously learned that from experience you know what i mean so that that getting pushed onto me at such an early stage i think it's very important yeah. because like i was saying before about the reverse engineering thing being prepared for everything i think when you've got like say salaries and friggin bills coming out your, out your bum you know what i mean you've got to, you've got to be ready for everything do you know what i mean so yeah. um Aye. He's been doing. He, he's been doing it a while. How long has he had his gym? I know he's obviously expanded his gym. He's been doing it for five, six years. Yeah. I think it was four. Really? It was four years. Yeah. It's crazy how much we grew like in that time. But again, like looking at that, it makes me feel good because I'm thinking, I can do this hundred mm-hmm. percent. I can get that level. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Why can't I become industry leading? Yeah. Why can't this place be like one of the best in the in the country? Yeah. Which is obviously the aim. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like. FLF and Marchon for me are the top top guys in the in the country. Like so. Yeah, when I think when I think of gyms like Marchon's, to be fair, up there. 
hundred percent in terms of mm. like big gym, like the facility they've got and everything and what it looks like they've got on not just online mm. but online. And he's got the, um, was it the PCA PCA Academy or PFA PFCA, PFCA yeah, Academy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got everything. Kind of it's the first thing that comes to mind in terms of and like how he's grew the last over the last year. Mm. Uh, I've I probably mm. started following about a year ago, but how much his gyms obviously grew from that smaller facility, which was still a very good facility into that big massive. Um, complex he's got now it yeah. is good but it goes to show yeah. like you said like you're looking at yourself now saying like alright I'm at this point I'm, this is my first starting point and then you compare it to maybe his start but you're, you might be in a better position than him and that just sets in your mind like right if I'm if I'm at this level at 23 and he because he's a little bit older isn't he, 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 did, he did he start his gym at about 23, 24 not sure mate not sure yeah but like sure, even if he, like there's yeah. people who have gyms like that who don't start it until they're like 30 odd they don't get to the point mm. that you are at for example until they're like 30 40 years old you've got that yeah. you can think like right this person's absolutely smashing it however when they were my age they were i don't know working a pizza hut or doing something like that but i've got yeah, this yeah. Like, no, like, like you started your pt a lot earlier like there's people it just goes to show the sooner that you start something whether like we talked about at the start of the podcast before like off camera the sooner you start something even if it's shit to start off with even if it's horrendous like just start it just literally mm. put your foot down start something if you want to start a podcast just go and start it even if it's shit even if your yeah. mic's your iphone oh. <laughs> we went black there we, we go. go we're back on lights are on <laughs> motion sensors mate <laughs> so it is, you have to move your limbs around uh, a little bit that's sick, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where was that? But yeah, literally, just if you've got anything in mind, podcast. If you want to start being a PT, go and get your qualification and get started. Go and start training mm-hmm. your mom. Go and start training your, your best mate, whatever it is. Just go and start yeah. it, even if you make a hash of it. Just go and start something, and then down the line, you'll look back and think, "Thank fuck, I started them." Because if I didn't start like yeah. two years ago, like look where look where I would have been. So. Um, learn yeah. from yourself learn from people like Ollie March on people big people who have made it look back and look at their story it's one of the reasons why I start the podcast because I want to I want to see the, the story behind successful people and there might be successful mm. people who have made it when they were 40 or 45 50 years old they, they look back and think fuck I wish I started 10 years sooner like look where I could have been yeah. but they're, they're, they're successful yeah. now but that's even them saying that like they might not start yeah, yeah. until they were 25 30 years old if you're like a 15, 16, 17, 18 year old listening to something like this, like you're in the perfect position to start something because like we talked yeah. about, you've got no no worries, no financial difficulties, nothing really to worry about. Invest your money the right way, be smart about things, set set something up early and then you'll you'll grow and surround yourself yeah, with, with people. But definitely. talking about the gym, probably a lot of people want to know kind of how hard, how hard is it setting up a gym? How how hard mm. is it, mate, to summarise? Um, well, I loved every minute of it, and obviously still do, but it's very stressful. <laughs> like, it is literally 100 miles an hour. Um, and obviously, when you give yourself a start date, you, again, I think I give myself six weeks to open it. And I don't know if you've seen the video I posted recently on Instagram, how the place looked before. Yeah. Compared to now, it was a lot of work to go in, like, to go down and obviously securing all the equipment and things and I'm so like picky with how things look and aesthetics and things like that so I like put a lot into that as well so yeah and then obviously all the stuff that I wasn't very clued up with obviously help from the mentorship thing and that was just like additional sort of 
load on the brain, should I say, yeah. like things that you just don't even think of. Um, like bloody sorting out things like a commercial bin, just something as daft like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you just wouldn't even think about it, it's way, way down the bottom of the, of the list. Um, but yeah, I've loved every minute of it, like, and, and still do. Yeah, how many, how many things did like, well, getting the mentorship, how many things did you like, was there? part of it that you didn't think of was there a lot of things that you kind of didn't even think about like you mentioned like stupid things like bins was there a lot of things oh, yeah just things just kept on creep like something would crop up every day yeah there's that much me i can't think like i'm making it sound dramatic but literally every day there was something new like oh my god i've got to do that yeah oh, i didn't know that <laughs> do you know what i mean um I, I was just like mindset of get the flooring down paint the thing Get some weights in it. Get the equipment in it. Yeah, get some weights in it. And we're sorted. <laughs> That's all we need yeah. to do. But, so it's... But yeah. No, but like I say, when you when you put yourself, like, against people who you see at the top and that, um, you want to try and do everything to a certain standard. So I think that, I think you kind of, well, I do anyway, I kind of create my own pressure and problems so, almost. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a good thing, in a way, because it means you're constantly trying to progress. But if I'm on reflection, I think I do probably cause a lot of my own stress in terms of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But it's just being picky with things. It's like, I suppose it's... I suppose just because you care. It's, it's exactly, it's not a bad thing. It's just because you're obsessed and you care about mm. that certain thing. You want the best quality product. You don't want to kind of have this like thing over your head saying, oh, like you own a gym, but like people are saying like, oh, it's all right. It's not, but you want the best yeah. quality. You want to be known for that thing and you want to take it to the next yeah. level. So it's not a bad it was thing. A, when I went down to seminars, I shared that frontline... FLF, by the way, if, if they ever do them again, which they will next year, you need to go. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Um, like, there was a certain thing when you walked in the room, it was just like, it just, oh, like, it just hit you. And I was like, how the hell do I create that here in this type of gym? Because theirs is like very bodybuilding esque, mm -hmm. like, kitted out with the best machines. Have you been Ultraflex? Yeah, Not I've been Ultraflex, mate. It's literally, yeah. it's literally like that, but like two guys, like, privately owned gym. So they've done amazing. And like, it just hits you like the, the atmosphere is a joke. Yeah. And that was my biggest thing. I was I kept on asking them the same question in a different way. How do you do this? How do you get that sort of, like, how do you create that atmosphere and that wow factor? Yeah. And that's like what I wanted to create, I guess. So that's why I went so hard on the aesthetic side of things. Um, even though there's obviously a lot more to it than that. And I've kind of realized that the type of equipment you have isn't what creates it. It's something else. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the something else. And people have said it about this place. And that literally was all I wanted. It's like, probably tick a massive box for me. Like when they come in, it's like, oh, yeah, right, let's get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, and that's, that's obviously what you want. There's nothing better. It's like, <laughs> like someone who loves fitness and loves training. There's nothing better than going yeah. into a gym and like thinking like, fuck me, I can't wait to train in here sort of thing. Yeah. There's been like a few yeah. gyms. Need, need to try yours out still. I still haven't been around, mate. I can't wait to, yeah, I yeah. can't wait to get myself around. But there's like a few gyms yeah, I've been definitely. and you just like, for I could like get used to training here, just the atmosphere. Mm. Like I'm big yeah. on the music. Like when I like for, when I went into Ultraflex, it yeah, was like mate, it was like going into like um like uh, um what's it called amnesia and Ibiza. Like the music was just <laughs> bouncing. I was like, this is right up my street. But again, like putting your own mark on something as well. Like having something different. Like every like the gyms that I remember that I've been to that I've had that sort of environment. There's something different about them that not like your yeah. standard like pure gym and stuff. It's not like you walk in and say, oh yeah, there's a lap pull down or a bench press and dumbbells are over there sort of thing there's something else about it um yeah you gotta put your mark on everything your own mark on everything you do i think mm. um whatever it is and if it's business if it's life whatever it is having your own mark on something makes you stand out a lot more so how was definitely. it was sorry what you're gonna say no i'm saying definitely i definitely agree with that mm -hmm. 
what was it? It's important. I know. Obviously, I don't want you to go into terms of figures and stuff, but how how mm. like how tough was it for you in terms of saving financially? For because again, that's something that people probably want to know about in terms of how expensive yeah. is it financially. Don't have to give us figures or anything, but was it as 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 hefty as you thought it was going to be in terms of money wise? Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I kind of prepared for it to be a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit more as well after that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it is It is quite a, well, it's a massive commitment. Do you know what I mean? It's a massive, um, but like I say, I was in a position where I'm at home. I was earning good money from what I was doing beforehand. And I I always like to save me money anyway, just because I'm a safe guy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and then obviously when I got that idea that I was going to go for a facility, it was just like double time saving as well. And stuff like that. So yeah, it's a, it's a big financial, but again, like it depends what you want to, what you want to put into it. Like you could literally have a great gym with a great atmosphere with just the minimal stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be like unbelievable. I mean, when I look at mine and I look at some places, like when I say I've been to that FLF, I know how much their machines cost. They must have spent easily half a mil easily. Mm-hmm. And then I look at mine, and mine's so minimalistic. And like, obviously, the style of training that we have is like more functional um, fitness slash bodybuilding. This, like, you don't really need that much. But when you look at what's here <laughs> and how much you spend, it's like, eh, <laughs> how's all that cost that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it is what all it is. All the little things, them are, yeah. like the machines, because I'm looking at like, um, like the ski ergs and the salt bags and stuff. They're like, what, yeah. seven, eight hundred, nine hundred like quid, stuff like that. It's a lot of money for. That is, and then when mm. you need multiple, like you need like two or three of them if you're doing like group stuff as well. That's just like three bits of equipment and you're talking like nearly two yeah, grand yeah. pretty much. It's mental Definitely. how much oh, like people, but again, you can make it like simple, like dumbbells, barbell, and then little bits and bobs here and there. It makes it, yes. it makes it solid gym. It's again, it's what, it's what you make of the gym that gives it that extra atmosphere. So definitely, did, definitely. Did you... I always make a joke the Go on then. I always make a joke to the lads. I was like, you don't even pay for this uh, program and our training and you come with the vibes, don't you? So I think we've got that bit down on, on lockdown, like which is good. That's what keeps people coming back on, oh, mate. It doesn't matter about how good the equipment yeah. is, it's the it's the environment, the vibes and stuff, mate. I love definitely mate. I love that. Was there any was there any doubts in your mind going through the process of like obviously the six weeks that you gave yourself to open it? Any doubts in your mind between that time and obviously opening that like mm. shit I'm at, have I got my do I know what I'm doing here have I, have I got this yeah I was confident because of who I surround myself with but obviously when you just like like I say back to the financial side of things when you see that amount of money leave your account and then you've got no 100% guarantee that it's going to come back type of thing after saving it for that long it's like oh shit like getting a little bit of anxiety about that type of stuff but nah like I said to you before if you really I think chuck yourself into something and you've got no choice you just make it work, do you know what I mean? Mm. And when you love it, it's like, it's almost effortless in a way. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just want to, it's not really, I'm not really in it for money at all anymore. I'll be honest, before, I used to just be obsessed with hitting a certain amount of money every month, do you know what mm. I mean? Literally, all I care about now is what I said before, people coming in and going, wow, I want to train here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like hearing the lads talk about the place and that, that's all I care about, yeah. basically. Because well, I think if you can keep striving for that, like the financial side of things kind of it's I know it's very cliche if you listen to the type of stuff that we listen to like yeah. the motivational side of things and, and business stuff like it kind of does just look after itself in a way mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah I think um, when, you're, when you're putting everything into something and that gym is like literally your life 
Like you probably, mm. probably, you probably, obviously, you do think about the money in a, in a sense like you need enough money to keep it going, sort of thing. But yeah, you'd rather yeah. the place be unbelievable. So you going into work every single well, it's not even work. You like your life being so enjoyable, loving everything that you do, and mm. then getting enough money just to keep it going, sort of thing, rather than mm. the gym making loads of money, but you just dread going to like that place every single yeah. day. You'd much rather yeah. be that. Like so happy with your life because that's that's what it is now. When you, I'm guessing, when you open the gym, it is literally your life. Is it literally that? Yeah. Is that literally everything that you do at the minute? Yeah, pretty much. Obviously, I don't want to sound like a complete bore because I've obviously got an outside life as well. Yeah, but yeah like it is. Like you can't. It's hard to switch off at times. Um, and like I've said in the past, I'm looking at my girlfriend does the same thing, and my family's very supportive in terms of things like that. So, um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is. And I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, it is pretty much my life at the minute. But obviously, we're at the early stages, so it kind of has to be mm-hmm. to get it the way I want it to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll touch briefly on that about obviously getting so obsessed with stuff. I think anybody who's got mm. that sort of successful mindset or anybody who's got ambition in whatever they're doing can get to a point when they're the the really obsessed and kind of run themselves into the ground. Do you find obviously we mm-hmm. talked about it? You know, you, obviously you find yourself in that sort of pattern. Is there anything that yeah. I don't know that you can that helps you or kind of like makes you realize that you you're going too far or anything? Or is it more people from the outside um, t- saying to you, like, look, you need to, <laughs> you need to set yourself down a little bit here. You're getting a bit yeah. too carried away. I'm quite good at doing that. I think every every year I kind of run myself in the ground at some point and get poopy in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just get checked off. Like I say, my girl from my mum, we're in this bat in. Is the lads in the background by any chance? Yeah. I can just tell. Off your trots on. <laughs> Unless someone wants to come in and make an appearance, we can do it. We can do a cameo appearance if they want to go on. Nah, he's, he's nervous, mate. He's too nervous. He can't speak. Doesn't, doesn't have it in him. But yeah. Um, I think that's one of my biggest things at the minute, like not doing that. Because obviously, if, if I'm not here to work, then it kind of doesn't open. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be here, type of thing, for the show to go on. So, if I get poorly in that, then it's pointless. So, I can kind of get better at mm-hmm. managing sleep, food, etc. Do you know what I mean? So, everything's yeah. running smoothly. That's Which is probably one of our weak points. Yeah. That's one thing that I look like when I look at like the lights of yourself, March and stuff, who are ridiculously busy. Like he gets up at, you you probably the same, it gets up at like quarter to five or whatever it is every single day. Like I think like, mm. how do you maintain that? Because I know periods for myself when I'm, when I'm up early consecutively, even if it's like one week when I'm up at like five o'clock every single day, I'm dead and I'm relying on like, we talked about caffeine, I'm relying yeah. on like, Couple of, couple of cups of coffee a day, a few yeah. like pre workout to get myself retraining, sort of thing. And I do end up crashing. And like, I know my, I can just tell my immune yeah. system's taking a massive like shock. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there is some people, I don't know if there is some people who genetically can deal with a little bit more, work off a little bit of less sleep. But I know for <laughs> myself, I can't do that. I've tried it. I've tried, like, yeah. I just, yeah. I get ill. I think so easy. I used to get from one of my, one of my clients has like, um, owns like a lot of shops type of thing so he gets up at like 4am starts his day then and by like half nine when he comes in to train with me he's done for the day mm-hmm. and like can go and do his other stuff um so i kind of got attracted just from again being surrounded by him thinking that like doing that was the only way to become successful because obviously i know how successful he is 
I was thinking, right, I've got to get up early, I've got to run myself on the ground, blah, 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 blah. But then I've kind of just learned you can't do that. Like, you've got to manage aspects of your life mm-hmm. to, to be, like, an optimal. Because you've got to be, like, especially in our game, like, people come to you who probably feel a little bit like what we are. But you've got to then, like, motivate yeah, them and, like, make sure they're okay type of thing. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, you've got to give them energy. So, like, for me, you're almost, like, it's performance based what we do yeah. you've got to perform all the time mm-hmm. and now like the business side of things as well you can't switch off really so mm-hmm. like i say nutrition sleep um managing training loads because i've been like in the past i'll just go as heavy as i can like crazy training um splits etc mm-hmm. just because i want to look a certain way or think it's going to do this and that and then you end up just hitting your head against the wall yeah and like it's just pointless that was one thing I noticed quality over quantity when I started getting a lot more busy I just had to drop my training down to like like three or four days a week just because couldn't my my body couldn't recover couldn't deal with the early mornings and stuff and if I needed I knew I would perform better in terms of like my business and my 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 personal training if Mm. if I hadn't if I had to get up early had clients in the morning and if I had a nap during the day rather than me training I knew if I trained I would be shot not just for the night time, but for like the next day, and the next day. I knew that one day, right? Maybe I'm gonna have, to have an, yeah. I'm gonna have to sacrifice it and have a nap and just like re- recover. You've got mm. to think about it. Like people who are looking on Instagram at these motivational videos, getting up at like four o'clock in the morning every single day. Yeah. Like yes, there might be the odd yeah. person who can do it, but not everybody's got them genetic whatever crazy genetics it is that they can't. They can yeah, off, like, two hours do, of sleep. Yeah. like not everybody can do yeah. that. And like the people who do do that, most likely nutrition's bang on point, the sleep's bang on point. Even if they get mm. they're getting up at four o'clock in the morning, they're probably going to bed at eight o'clock at night. Everything's kind of yeah, yeah. like bang. People think they can just kind of battle through it because yes, like everyone can get up in the morning nice and early a few times in a row. It's 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 all right, but mm. doing it consecutively takes a little bit more dedication, a little bit more looking after your body because obviously long term it's not healthy for you. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So definitely for yourself, obviously the amount of things that you've got going on with the the gym and stuff like that, it's something that you've obviously had to look after, and you've learned from kind of mistakes of running yourself into the ground in the past overtraining, um, which is a lot of things that people don't think about. They think it has to be a hundred mile an hour all the time with everything. Yeah. Um, but luckily, if you've got good people around you, they'll kind of tell you like it's like it's more normally the the mothers and the girlfriends that kind of hold you back, isn't it? And normally just like yeah, yeah, definitely chill out, chill out a little bit. So obviously moving on to opening the gym, what was it like finally actually getting to that point where you're actually opening and you're a fully functioning gym? Was it kind of exciting? Was it nerve wracking? What was it like? Again, like both of those really, like obviously buzzing to finally get people in using the place and stuff. And it was kind of um, what will the first impressions be? What will people think? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, but again, I was just like so heavy on like the environment and how people would feel in there, not so much like how it looked in terms of the equipment, blah de blah. It was just all about the the feel of the place and what it does for people. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was something I was more nervous about than anything. I knew it looked good on the eye, yeah. like because it, it can't not. It's all black, bright red. Everything's brand new. It looks mint. <laughs> and then uh, it was just a case of what 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 effect does it have on people? Do you know what I mean? That was what I was mainly nervous for. Yeah. But yeah, it was really, it was really surreal. Like saying that, obviously, like I say, back to that Instagram post where you can see what it used to look like and then what it is now. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, I remember seeing the first few Instagram stories of you smashing walls down and stuff like that, get, trying to get it all sorted. <laughs> yeah. It was a quick, it was a quick turnaround. Yeah. To be fair, you've done a good job. 
Um, how did you get the get like the word out to people? Was it social media? Was it kind of word of mouth, or was it or was it kind of just from the clients that you already had previously? It was just the clients that I already had, mate. To be honest, yeah. and then obviously a little bit of word of mouth goes back and forth within friendship groups, etc. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously now the power of social media, trying to push that as well. Yeah. Um, but I think I think just word of mouth is probably the best the best thing, more organically. Do you know what I mean as well? Instead of having to push stuff upon people all the time on, on social media and that, I think we get most of our members from just like referrals, you know what I mean? Which is great. Yeah. So Yeah, I think a lot of people think yeah. it, social media is bigger than what it is, especially when it comes to like personal training and gyms and stuff. I think they think mm. everything has to be on social media to kind of be big. Mm. Like, I talked about with a lad the other day like, about PTs. There's a lot of successful PTs who aren't on social media just because most of the clients are from word of mouth and then they end up getting to the point where they can yeah. have their own facility and it's just purely from that. They might have a Facebook page or whatever, but it's not like yeah. a big, well-known gym on social media or something like that. So that's probably mm. the, the kind of the basics of that. And then obviously having the social media gives you the advantage of obviously, like, like I said, mentioned before, getting the likes of Collard, Rigby, Round, Your Gym, which also yeah. boosts boost your brand, drags people in. If people are mm. seeing people like that trading, they're obviously thinking, oh, this gym must be must be half decent. But speaking of yeah. that, what's what's Ruby like to train with? Because obviously, obviously I've never met him before, but he looks like an absolute yeah. animal. Beast. Is he? He's strong beast, as well. Yeah. He's an absolute beast. Yeah, strong as hell. Absolute beast. Lovely bloke as well. Um, aye. He's really good to have him down. He comes down now, like once every couple of weeks yeah. just to hit some sessions and does some filming stuff in here as well, which is good. Yeah. So again, it's just being associated with people like that, mate. It's good for us as a brand, but then... Also, we want to be pushing shoulders like the, the best people in our area, do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, it, it pleases me that I've got a facility to provide that for them, do you know what I mean, almost as well. Yeah, So exactly. It's good, Boost your gym, so good. Like, to be one of the best gyms, you've got to have some athletes in a sense. I don't think you have to, but in a sense, it'll massively boost you. Like looking at, again, Marchand's facility, like he gets Rigby down there, mm. he gets like some of the, even the coaches who are there, like that, uh, is it Bag Baggio? How do you see it? Yeah. yeah, like people like that there, like yeah. looking on, looking at their physiques and looking at their performance and stuff. They're absolute athletes. Do you, do you vision long term kind of opening some sort of facility like that? Do you think you want to go big? Because that's, that's the plan for the training club. Go big or go home, go isn't it? Go big or go home. Yeah. I always try to do things to be the best, like, so I've got a plan in place to do it. Mm -hmm. I know where I want to be in three years. Um, I know where the location or all that sort of stuff. And like I say, it's reverse engineering it all, isn't it? Yeah. So, like I said earlier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, Who knows? Might even go mixed gender by then. I don't know. But we'll get the minute. We'll I will say, you and your missus can, can, can join together, maybe. <laughs> she'll, she'll we'll not listen, she's one, not eh? listening to this one. Don't worry, mate. It's uh, so alright. She won't be, I don't think she'd be um, keen anyway. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep the business, keep the business apart. That's, that's fine. So, obviously, lockdown... 2.0 we'll call it something that we didn't expect one of the reasons again i wanted to get you on the podcast just to go and show the impact not only that the fact that gyms are shutting has on the owners of the gym and then also the clients but also like what they can do for for small business owners or any anybody in general how has it been first of all for yourself personally in terms of yeah. not having the gym there and what you've seen for your clients not having that the gym there um is that kind of mental release um, well, like I say, we had a plan in place anyway, so not much has really changed for them yeah. in terms of 
like it was important for me. Like I seen a a quote from Mark Coles way back, which stuck with us. Like if you if your client doesn't have a path anymore, then like they they go nowhere basically, and they lose focus. So it was important that we had a plan for each individual cell, even though we're group based. Um, and we just kind of like leveled up the personal approach for them just to make sure that no one lost their shit basically mm -hmm. in the short time that we will be on lockdown for. And then the show goes on really. We just kept, we, we trained through Zoom. Um, and there's like a, for, for guys who don't want to do the Zoom stuff, there's like a minimal kit program, which just needs a kettlebell and a dumbbell. So mm -hmm. everyone's covered in terms of that. And we just keep regular, in regular contact, you know what I mean? Yeah. With them. So, yeah, it's all good. But obviously, everyone was in a sweet spot of the training before. Like we were literally coming at the end of one of our programs. Everyone was like smashing it, mm -hmm. and it was a shame to like have to go into lifting twenty k kettlebells and stuff. Yeah, it's not. You know what I mean, it's not not the same, is it? Do you do you think a lot? Is there any of your clients that you know personally that use the gym for a big mental release in terms of stress outside of the gym and stuff like that? So how much do you think of an impact this sort of, this lockdown has had on them? Obviously, luckily they've got the, the, the likes of yourself and the gym set up that's going to still be there for them. Mm. Like for like for the general public who maybe don't have that, who just go to like a pure gym or something like that, who just rely on that sort of, just the, the gym itself. Yeah. How much of an impact do you feel I think that would have had? I think it can't not have a big impact, you know what I mean? Like, we know what exercise does for us yeah. mentally and physically and how happy it makes us and how good you feel after a workout so for some people who aren't motivated or don't have someone to kind of keep them on path like I was saying with our guys and stuff through like something like a lockdown and they just go into sack it off mode for four weeks then obviously that's going to have such an adverse effect on them mm -hmm. um, mentally physically um, so I think the sooner that they open the better do you know what I mean yeah. just uh, but yeah I think we have like guys who own businesses and stuff like that as well. So like to be able to come to a place like this and switch off or have a bit of camaraderie with the lads and stuff is, is massive for mm -hmm. people like that. Do you know what I mean? Not just business owners, I know, but I just know like is that as an example, like how much it does for them. Um, just an hour a day, just to just leave their phone and just go for it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's massive for people. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think I think the gym is the gym as well, especially for me. I know like talking about having to sacrifice a few days training when you get busy with business and stuff like that. The gym for me is kind mm. of like, uh, kind of builds up that momentum sort of thing. There's, it's, or even it's that one thing that I look forward to in the day. So like if you're busy during the day, you, you know that you've got that, that gym session later at night. It kind of gets you through the day, but also yeah. doing the gym early in the morning kind of sets you up nicely. I think a lot of people who don't have that, that set routine, especially like without that gym in the morning, they don't have that boost of energy throughout the full day in the kind of, gets them going uh, which will probably mm -hmm. I think people end up getting in that lazy mentality without some sort of physical exercise routine so if they're not part of a gym like like a gym like yourself if they're just going to a pure gym I don't know what they're doing for their for their members or anything probably yeah. probably not too much they might have a few stuff on Facebook or whatever but if they don't mm -hmm. have that that kind of guidance and that co the community aspect as well that you mentioned they're probably gonna yeah. fall short in other aspects of the life, life like the business or like if they're working from home, they're probably gonna struggle to find that routine in terms of getting yeah. being productive. I think yeah. the gyms that sometimes for people to be working here and they have to go and train there, yeah, <laughs> like next to the next next to the desk type of thing, and because that's the only space they've got, it's such a mental 
it's so mentally tough. But like, like I say, if you haven't got someone kind of told you accountable to certain things or somewhere to go and release energy, etc., like a gym, I think it's really tough for people. You know what I mean? But um, I don't think we'll be in much longer, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know, mate. We don't. Then, we never, never know what happens with. Uh... Well, good. As long as they don't open the pubs before the gyms again, I'll I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, not that shit again. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't understand. But anyway, politics is politics. We'll leave that to them. So, yeah. Last time you were on here, we com- I completely forgot to ask you these last three questions. I think you te- I think you replied to them on like Instagram or something like yeah. that, but I never got them out. So, like the three questions that I ask anybody, you'll be the only person who I ever forgot to ask them. You've had a look at them mm-hmm. this time, and you probably. Remember. Yeah, yeah, I've had a look. Doesn't mean I've got an answer. <laughs> right, go on. Then. First one, three people you'd like to invite round for dinner or go for a coffee with, past or present. Oh. Well, something you need to know about me, mate, is I've never had a coffee in my life. Oh, there we go. So oh, sorry, you happen. can see it. A white monster or a rain, whatever you, whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> just council pop will do the job, mate. <laughs> Bit of water. <laughs> um, coffee. I think it would be like people who are like. Who I deem as like nuts and like high up in the in their game, like people like that. Um, the guy called who owns Tesla. Oh, uh, oh God, you've got me. Yeah, people are going to be listening to this thing and like it's oh Elon Musk. Musk. There we go. Elon Musk, Elon man. Musk, there like, we go. People like that. Um, people like so him. I listened to Kanye West's um, podcast recently. Yeah. He blows my mind. I love like a conversation with him. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, who else? Someone in the fitness world, probably, who I deem quite hot in that regard. Do you, do you know? Do you know Joe DeFranco? Yes. The yeah, Industrial yeah. Strength Podcast guy in America. Mm-hmm. The amount of stuff I've learned from him, mate. I wouldn't mind having a coffee with him, like yeah. just to sit and pick his brain. Um, I think he'd be a joke to speak to. Like yeah. people won't even know who he is, probably. But yeah, nah, that's his, my his podcast is good. I've seen a few few people share his stuff as well. He's yeah. very, very, very yeah. good. People should definitely. Check him out, hundred yeah. percent. Solid. That's a solid so, yeah. three. There we go. We're back on. We're froze for a second. We're back. We're back. We Next one. Three people you'd want to train with. Um, you know what? I asked one of the lads this before. We both agreed the typical has to be Arnie. Arnold, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's because- him. It has to be me. Like he is Jim, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he is the Jim. Um, CT Fletcher, just to see how much of a hole he could put us in, because yeah. he's crazy. Um, and do you know Athlean X? Yes. What's his name? On Jeff. He's joking. Jeff something is Jeff. It? What's he called, man? It's gonna. Win. That's gonna. I think I should have had these planned. Yeah, yeah. it's called Jeff, right? <laughs> Athlean X is all you know. He's everywhere. Him, mate, I think he's amazing, like some of the stuff he does. Yeah. Not really guys who I'd say I typically train like myself, but I just feel like I just love to to get amongst it with them, like just yeah. to see. He's always in, he's, he's always me. shredded as well, isn't he? He's always yeah. super, and he's. I don't understand that mind. Well, yeah, yeah. He trains a lot of like cele- <laughs> well, we'll he trains see. a lot of celebrities and stuff over there, so he's probably yeah, yeah. It's quest- quest- questionable, but he's he's always in good nick, and he thinks mm. he's a little bit older than that. He's is he forties or something? So he's he's probably in he's yeah. he's doing all right for himself. We should say that <laughs> he's not doing too bad. Yeah. Right, and then the last one, one thing you'd say to yourself five years ago. Oh. 
the procrastination is a killer and just to go for everything basically yeah. pretty much what i said at the beginning of the podcast mm-hmm. i think that's one of the biggest things for me like just so many times you'd like hum and haw over doing certain things and i think if you just chuck yourself into things it all works out yeah that's that's kind of my my thing and that'll relate back like when we were football and stuff and thinking oh shit the world's ended yeah it's not <laughs> you know what i mean but there's always something you can go to next and just kind of just go for it do you know what i mean and then see what happens mm-hmm. no i like that mate mm-hmm. probably mine mate 100 percent Definitely a lot of people should take that advice and whatever it is that we've we mentioned it before on the podcast. Just start something, even if it's shit, it'll get better. You'll you'll force it. If you've got a passion about it, you'll 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 learn new things, you'll you'll improve, and you'll learn from your mistakes and you'll just get better. But no, mate, that was yeah. a pleasure, absolute pleasure. Again, I'll put everything in terms of your Instagram in the show notes if anybody wants to follow Ross mm-hmm. and the training club. I'll put that, give that Instagram a follow. If you've got a web website and stuff set up. For that. We have, yeah. We've got a website. Yeah. I'll put the website and stuff down yeah. below as well. So it's based in Washington, isn't it? I need to get myself around. Yeah, we are. Based yeah, in yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah. When the gym's reopen, get yourself oh. around there. We need to get a session in. 100%. It's long, long overdue. Long overdue. But that was good, mate. Really enjoyed that. Thanks for coming thank on. So thank you very much if you stayed and listened to the full episode. And again, thank you, Ross, for coming on. Really good to get some insight into obviously opening up a gym, everything that goes behind the scenes, and also some good messages for anybody any young people or anybody who's looking to start something just start it anyway as always if you really enjoyed this episode remember to share it on your instagram stories tag myself and the guest on the podcast any questions or anything about the podcast again you can drop me a message i'm happy to answer any questions about anything and to do with the podcast or anything in general even if it's training nutrition and whatever it is just drop me a message and i'll be keen to to get back to you and also start a conversation and again, like I always ask, if you really enjoyed the episode even more, leave a little rating, leave a little five-star rating, leave a little comment, let me know what you thought of the podcast, and share the podcast with one friend. Just copy and paste the link into a message, send it over to anybody, friends, family, just to spread the word of the podcast. That would mean the world to me. So again, thank you very, very much for listening. This has been Process. Process.